to you by P-Tau, People for the Ethical Treatment of Womp Rats. There is no reason to let malicious farmers use Womp Rats as target practice when they blast them in their T-16s. This horrific slaughter serves no purpose. Womp Rats are only two meters, and no one needs to practice hitting a target that small. Stop the carnage today and donate to our cause. The mighty Jabba asks why he must listen to your podcast. Yatay, yatay, yata. Because he's holding a thermal microphone! Welcome to Voice of the Rebellion. This is the 21st episode. 21. I'm Mark. You know what's crazy? I'm Gabe. You know what's crazy is that we are now past 550 downloads. In the span of two weeks, we got 50 yeah. downloads. Yeah, that's that's really great. Well, the great thing is, is that if you end up with each episode that comes out, if you end up with one more listener yeah. who then goes back and listens to the old episodes, yeah. then that adds on now 21 extra downloads so what's probably happened is we've gotten a couple extra listeners yeah and it's just you know boosted up which is great um and speaking of we have more fan letters but once again they're (laughs) only they're only for brian and cj (laughs) so if you have a fan letter send them to us yeah uh message the facebook account or we should probably check our email address have we ever checked our email i don't well people probably don't even know about our email exactly well you know early episodes we mentioned so um, so it's like, so like, why aren't they responding yeah. to my email? But also, there's a Twitter account, um, and you can also um, find me at Mark Meredith on uh, Twitter as well. So I don't have Twitter, but I was thinking of starting one yeah. and calling it LL Cool Gabe. <laughs> you should just for that. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, so let's uh, hear CJ. All right, so CJ says, "Dear Voice of the Rebellion." There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Mark is catching up in trivia. Gabe's overconfidence is his weakness. Mark will have the lead. We've got to give him more time. <laughs> Last episode was great. I voted for the Phantom Menace quote. Such a classic. By the way, tell Mark that I'm more of an Antonio Banderas fan. Gabe's brother, CJ. I like Antonio Banderas. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of vanilla and... So boring, would, but... would you rather he had played DJ? Yeah, he'd be great. Cause, well, except that I, I can't see him playing just like a slimy, like drunk yeah. dude. Like he's too charming. So. Yeah. I don't think I've. Because he, wait, he was Zoro, right? Or was that someone else? Um, yeah, he was Zoro. Yeah, was Zoro. Yeah. yeah. That I was think that's all, the only thing I've seen him in. Yeah. I'm not even sure I've seen him in anything else. Yeah. But yeah, I like Zoro as, mm-hmm. as a DJ. Yeah. So what is Brian's fan letter? All right. Dear Voice of the Rebellion, thanks for reading my letters. I've been enjoying some past episodes lately, and this has brought up some new questions for me. Okay. One, Gabe, I believe we never found out that quote you added to the nursery wall. What was oh. the quote you used? 
Uh, well, we did oh, we did a few. There's um, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Okay, we definitely did that yeah. one. Um, I can't even remember because I never. It's on a wall that I don't ever look at, so I actually don't even remember what the other yeah. one I put on there was. But I know uh, that's listen, I never my... go into my daughter's room. I interact <laughs> with her as little as possible. Well, no, actually, here's the thing: because we we moved to a crib into our room, so oh. I actually don't ever go into her mother's room. Oh, yeah. Change her once in a while. So yeah. So the, I'm a Jedi like my father before. Yeah, me. but that, was, that was I know that's definitely there. Yeah. yeah, very good. Uh, two. <laughs> now that everyone knows more about my yeah <laughs> personal life. Two, I feel Jar Jar has been a scapegoat for allowing Palpatine to gain emergency power. Mm-hmm. Has everyone forgot how S- Senator Palpatine became the Chancellor? He played Padme like a fiddle. He c- convinced her to put Chancellor Valorum on a vote of no confidence, which he lost. Mm-hmm. Palpatine then easily won the election. Mm-hmm. Padme is considered to be intelligent, but much like Jar Jar, she was effortlessly manipulated to do Palpatine's bidding. Why does Padme get a free pass? Was it because she paid the ultimate penalty being married to Annie? <laughs> okay, here's that's the thing. Point. No, well, here's the thing, though. Becoming Chancellor, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. But to gain powers that make the Empire possible, yeah. that's the most pivotal point. Yeah, but it seemed like it was necessary power. in the moment, if you, like... Well, I know, that, and, that, yeah. and, that's, and that's part of the, the point of the story. But, yeah. but Jar Jar doing that is more pivotal, I think. But she's also complicit. I mean... I mean, he wouldn't have gained emergency power if he hadn't been did, chancellor in the first place. All he did was say, hey, they're not doing anything for you. Yeah. And she's like, you're right. So she makes a fuss about it for her own people. Yeah. Like, is that really so... That's not being... I don't know. It feels like she would have made a fuss either way. I don't think yeah. that that's really being manipulated as okay. much as at least Jar Jar is. Lastly... I'd like to put in a vote of no confidence concerning <laughs> Master Skywalker. Luke has just, shown just through the movies up, that he has, diso- he has dishonored the Jedi. Yes, Luke did blow up the Death Star, but without Han and Chewie, his story ends in the Death Star Trench. Everything else he did was a comedy of errors, hiding from his mistakes, and allowing someone else to finish his tasks. Old Ben had his day in court and was found guilty. When do we bring Luke to a jury of his peers wearing an orange jumpsuit? And try him as the overrated Jedi he is. So obviously Brian's just trying to get a rise out of me. Well, here's here's and the thing. When he had initially mentioned this to me, I said, I don't think that it's possible for us to do a court case against Luke because you already lost your mind over I would just lose Obi-Wan. my shit. You, it would be would. impossible. <laughs> it would be impossible. Because you just spend the entire time just screaming at me. Yeah. Though maybe we should change positions. Yeah, I was, about to, say, I was you... about to say we should we should flip it. Yeah, and I should argue against. Yeah, why he yeah. is the worst yeah. Jedi. Yeah, that would actually might be interesting. I mean, no. I would die on the inside, but yeah. you know who cares? Maybe we'll, we'll like give that like six months and let it let it <laughs> stew a bit. So, uh, so yeah, those are our fan letters. So let's yeah. get some uh, news here. Uh, news. So, um, not a lot of news this week, uh, but. Something very interesting happened on the Rebels cartoon show. Which I have not watched this season at all. I'm actually behind. Yeah, I haven't watched since ever. But um, something happened that uh, doesn't change the canon, but introduced a new uh, mechanism into Star Wars canon that many people didn't think would be introduced. And that is time travel. Yeah, so apparently they went to some, like, 
some temple? Yes. So what happened was um, Ezra, the uh, Jedi in, in training, training yeah. um, he he and his crew go to this temple, and the Empire is very interested in this old Jedi temple. Um, and basically, Ezra finds a way to get inside the temple that no one else found. And in getting inside, he kind of goes into this realm where there's no space or time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a different dimension. And he sees all these like different doorways. Um, and when you look into a doorway, like you see something like in the past uh, mm-hmm. or the future. And he hears all these voices. Like he even hears like Ray's voice, which mm-hmm. will be in the future from his yeah. point. Um, because this all takes place right before A New Hope. Um, and then, so he goes up to a door um, and he looks to the past where Ahsoka is fighting Darth Vader, which happened a couple seasons ago. Yeah. And he basically pulls her out of the battle and saves her, saves her life. Mm-hmm. So he, through time, pulls her out. Um, and then the Emperor wants, like, control of this power, so he, like, finds a way in the temple, but, like, basically things get blown up and they all go back to their own times. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, just the, the idea that you can go through time with, the, with the Force. It. Yeah. Um, now there's debate on whether he actually changed anything because they didn't show you how that duel actually ended a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was always going to be the case, but mm-hmm. just, just the mechanism of being able to affect time. Yeah. Um, so you can bet that there's going to be all kinds of theories about how episode nine is going to involve time travel and all this different stuff that wouldn't just yeah, I, would make the movie really bad. I don't, yeah, I don't but, think they would do that. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is I don't think that this is really like time travel in the conventional sense. I mean, he like went, visions of the past. Yeah, the future, I mean, he, he went exactly to he see. went to this like dimension of the force, the, the cosmic force. Um, well, it would make sense that the force operates outside of time. Right. And space. I mean, if you take force as an allegory for God, I mean, you think about how people, you know, people always say like God is outside of time. Yeah. Um, you, you can see past, present, future. So the force is outside of time. It's working. Um, through everyone at all times simultaneously. Yeah. Um, so the forest would be working through Ezra. It already knew that in that past, you know, so Ahsoka would be saved. It used Ezra from a different time to save her. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. And so I don't, it's not like back to the future. Yeah. Like you're, like you're all, you're, you're, you're stuck in this time yeah. now. Like, like Ezra, we got to get to 88 miles per hour. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> It was much more of a, I think, a spiritual take on yeah. um, time travel, which yeah. would naturally be more Star Wars alley because yeah. they're more fantasy. But it definitely makes me want to get all caught up on Rebels because that's I definitely want to see the episode, but I don't want to watch it standalone, you know. So yeah, yeah, I watched the scene online just so I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, um, that's cool. Now, do you when you hear the voices, do you are they like lines like just mm-hmm. taken directly from yeah. the films? Are there is there um, can you see them as well, or just voices? Just voices. Oh, because that would have been kind of cool to see them like animate yeah. scenes from the that would be cool from the movies. Um, cool. But yeah, now you're gonna get fan theories out of the woodwork that yeah. are like, well, they're gonna go back in time, and and Luke's not gonna go into hiding, this and it's gonna, gonna be how I want it. This to is be. gonna explain why Han yeah. Solo looks different in the <laughs> Han Solo movie because there was like time realm. Yeah. That <laughs> we went and saw Black Panther today, and the Solo trailer came on, and. Bridget just turned and looked at me and was like, with like a dead look in her eyes, like, 
is going to be terrible because she's so upset that Harrison Ford isn't like because he doesn't look like him, and it's yeah. So I, I may have to go see it without her because she's like she's not excited for it. Well, I'm not excited for it, I know. and I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Um. So the episode nine script has been completed, which is good. Yeah. Great. Um, oh, actually, I did see that. Uh, uh, Daisy Ridley had said that J.J. Abrams had created um, uh, template uh, scripts for okay. episodes eight and nine, mm-hmm. and um, Ryan Johnson just took over eight just, from scratch. Yeah, he just um, lit it on fire. Well, get out of here. They, here's the thing: JJ. they talked about <laughs> it with each other. I know. No, I know. People are always railing against uh, the sequel trilogy for not having a unified vision, but like, yeah. it's not like they don't talk to yeah, each other. Yeah, it's not. It's not like, like Ryan Johnson like. <laughs> Started episode eight, and they're like, "Do you want to talk to JJ?" And he's like, "No, screw that guy." No, like yeah. they, no, they were like went through. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but one thing interesting that I I did read about that was um, apparently JJ Abrams' plan was also that Luke Skywalker uh, had gone into hiding because he was depressed about yeah. uh, his failings. And it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, so it's not people who are like Ryan Johnson ruined Luke Skywalker. This was yeah. always the plan. No, JJ ruined and, Skywalker. And, and people who and people who keep saying bring back George Lucas. Guess what? This was in George Lucas's original yeah. script for Episode Seven. Yeah. It was that Luke Skywalker had gone into hiding Except because this he was girl's depressed. name was Kira instead, yeah. not Ray. Which then they so, ended up using it in Kira for Han Solo's love interest in the new Han Solo. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it, this was always going to be the plan. What I'm surprised with is that the Episode Nine script has just now been completed because Episode Eight script was done and they were doing mm-hmm. casting before episode seven came out. Which so I feel yeah, like they're running behind, which worries me. They a are because they're supposed to be filming in July and the script's just now being completed. Yeah. Because you have to be able to build sets. Yeah, you have to everything. know exactly like, what you need to order for this. And yeah. you need to schedule it for actors to come on yeah. and what time they're gonna be there. So yeah. you'd have to arrange based on the story. Exactly. Uh but yeah we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on to our main topic. Nothing I could do but yell when these birds attacked me. When I tried to run, I fell, and then these kids started laughing. So, um, last week's episode was we went through the prequels and covered the best, the best quotes. Best quote from there. Um, we ended up doing a vote uh, yeah. on our Facebook page to see what you thought was the best quote between the two. Um, interestingly, me and Gabe both voted for the Obi-Wan Kenobi quote. Which was, you were the chosen one. Yeah, that um, whole that whole monologue. Yeah, But everybody else... <laughs> Everyone else voted for Yoda's quote, Beard's Path to the Dark Side. Which makes sense. It's a much more iconic yeah, no, it is. and memorable... I totally get why it won, but what's funny about that is that if Mark and I hadn't put it on Facebook and we just decided that which quote was better, Obi-Wan's would have won. Yeah, just because we both <laughs> so, thought it was... But I just really like the quote. Yeah, so. but 65% said Yoda's quote. Yeah. Um, so therefore, the best, objective, objectively speaking, the best prequel quote is fear is the path to the dark side, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Yeah. Now we're going to go into the most quotable movies of all time in all of cinema, and that is the original trilogy. Yes. 
This one will probably be a bit harder because yeah. I feel like every single line of dialogue is quotable. Yes. So, again, these uh, are the four criteria. Memorability <laughs> of the quote, emotional resonance, the lesson of the quote, and can it be used in everyday life? So, so. let's start. Uh, a New Hope. I find your lack of faith disturbing. That's, I mean, that's a really, really heavily used one by a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, it's super memorable. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of resonance, though. Yeah. Um, and there's no lesson. But, but, it, but it can be used in everyday life because it is regularly by yeah. me. So it gets <laughs> two points. Also, it's very, like, that. For, and that's the first sense you really get of Vader. Yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, the first answer you get is the opening scene where he just walks in. And, and is that but, the first use you ever yeah. see of the Force ever? Yeah, I'm trying to think of because because Obi Wan, as far as I know, using the Force in um, yeah, that was way later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. so yeah, Force choking is the first Force power, huh. and so he had just choked the Admiral. Yeah, um, it's like I find you black, and that yeah. and it's such a like a. For instance, people were mad at the Rogue One quote when Vader was like, um, be careful not to yeah. choke on your aspirations. But I saw this great video where someone was pointing out like, actually Vader has a lot of dark humor. So like, yeah. like saying the line, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah. Like that's like a, like a jab. Like it's not. Yeah. So it, it's, it's very Vader esque. Yeah. Um, so two points to Gryffindor. No, two points to that quote. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. Ugh. But I was going to go to the Tasha station because of power converters. <laughs> I think it uh, summarizes Luke in one sense. Um, in A New Hope, it's it most, does. It's the most... Uh, Since Luke is a different character in every movie, it summarizes A New Hope, Luke. So Luke so. is just completely like characterless and that he just becomes a new person every single time. Yeah, he's kind of like yeah. the he's kind of like the doctor. He regenerates yeah. into a new, <laughs> doing new Mark Luke. Hamill every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, because he because he, he's he um, he looks completely different every yeah. movie. So Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> um, so here's the one of the problems that we're gonna have is that every single one of them is gonna get at least one point from memorability <laughs> yeah. because all of these quotes are memorable. Well, okay, then let's judge it harsher. Like, is it actually memorable? Because this isn't actually a memorable quote by the layman folk. So I'm not gonna give it a memorable point. Yeah. You gotta think about that. Like just a just a casual fan isn't gonna be like, oh yeah, the Taj Stasia quote. Yeah. Like so yeah. no. Um <laughs> there's no resonance. Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the lesson, the lesson is, is that power converters are pretty great. Yeah. And you can waste time with your friends later. Yeah. Um, and it can be used in everyday life because I'll get asked to do something and I'll be like, but yeah. I was going to go to the dining station because of power converters. Yeah, it works great for like trying to yeah. like fake a reason why you can't do something. Yeah. My wife's like, to. hey, I need you to clean the kitchen right now. But I was going to go to the Tasha station and pick up some power converters. <laughs> so it gets one point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> probably the most iconic line. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Which is That great. line, and as we see in The Last Jedi, yeah. it is so impactful. Yeah. Well, not I only mean, that, there's there's this video that um, they put out that was like a farewell to Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And she knows this entire speech by heart. And so they were showing her throughout the years 
Yeah. Like, it was, like, cutting through and showing her saying this thing until it finally gets to her, like, sitting on the set of The Last Jedi, and she goes, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I just got just tears yeah, just running down my face because it's just so like, especially like now, like all the resonance that it has. And yeah, it's just so, fantastic. I mean, overwhelming emotional resonance. Yeah, um, obviously huge memorability. It's one of the most quoted lines in Star Wars. Yeah, um, I mean, there's not really a lesson, um, but it can be used in everyday life. Yeah. Um, so I would say three points for that yeah. quote. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice before the dark times, before the Empire. Before the Empire. <laughs> I, love, I love the gruff at the end of the yeah. quote. Empire. Um, it's a good one. I mean, it's, it's good, but I don't think it actually fills any of the criteria. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just love Alec uh, Guinness. Alec yeah. Guinness. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was going to say like Mick Guinness, but that didn't sound right. No. Uh, the way he delivers lines. Yeah. Is, he's probably the best uh, d- deliverer of lines in the movie. Yeah. Um, Which is great because he apparently hated the movies. And yeah. They were dumb. He called dumb them he called them fairy tale garbage is what he yeah. said. So he hated them <laughs> yeah. and yet he was like one of the best still, parts. Yeah. Um, all right. So no points. The force is what gives a Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us, binds the galaxy together. So it's not overly memorable, yeah. Um, but and there's probably not a lot of resonance. But there, there's the lesson there about the Force because this is actually the first time you hear them really talk about the Force. Yeah. It's so like earlier you're like, you know, invaders like don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. Yeah. It's insignificant to the Force. Like, okay, I don't know what the Force is. Now you get some kind of sense. It's an energy field. It's yeah. Actually it's something. It's our first exposure. To yeah. It the binds forces. the yeah. galaxy. Um, and I don't think it can be used in everyday life, so no. <laughs> probably just one lesson, one one point. Moss Eisley Spaceport. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. I think this is the quote I repeat the most. Yeah. Well, and that's the <laughs> thing is that like I there was the other day I ended up when I was talking to Bridget, I mentioned something and I called it a wretched hive of scum and then she yeah. ended and villainy. And villainy. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it a point for memorability. I think even to the layman folk. Yeah. Um, there's probably not a lot of resonance there. Um, yeah. But there's not, I mean, I guess the lesson is it's, it's a wretched yeah. hive. Yeah. Uh, but it can be used in everyday and, life. And in hot, wretched hives of scum and villainy, one must be cautious. That's true. You know, that's a good lesson. You know lesson. what? There is a lesson. So, three points. <laughs> <laughs> these aren't the droids you're looking for. Okay, apparently these are all quotes by Obi-Wan. Oh, all Obi-Wan. <laughs> well, here's the thing with that quote is that that one is so memorable. Like, I feel yeah. like it deserves multiple points just for its memorability because everybody uses well, that. Well, let's get to that if there's a tie later. We'll yeah. do more emphasis on that. Yeah. But, so it's memorable. Um no emotional resonance or um, or lesson, but it, it, it's always used. I think yeah. that that might be actually the most used one. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> Okie religions and ancient blasters no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. Yeah. So obviously, a terrible quote by a terrible garbage character. No, it doesn't even deserve to be listed. No, no. Um, what's good about this quote is that it's your really good first introduction to Hans' mentality. Yeah. Um, so 
I mean, it's not really memorable, but actually, it's not really anything, is it? There's not a lot of resonance. Well, I mean, the impact it has is yeah. is on you for Han, so maybe a point for that. But and I think it's it's got some um, like use in everyday life. Yeah, some, but I don't know how often. Yeah, so, that snow moon. That's a space station. I love Again, it. I love it. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I just love it. And also, you can use that line. Yeah. Like I, I use all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime there's something big, yeah, you just use that. Yeah. Or someone's just like, wait, what's that? Like, yeah, that's no moon. Well, Bridget was station. pointing out the, the big. We got a big. I'm not sure if it's a completely full moon or not. It looks. It looked full from like through the clouds and stuff tonight as we were heading home. And uh, she said, kids, look at the moon. And all in my head, I just thought, that's no moon. <laughs> uh, so use everyday life for sure. There's probably no impact. Well, the impact is like, this is a giant ass space mm-hmm. station. Like, whoa, this thing is. Yeah. And the way he says it with dread. And the lesson is that one should not always assume <laughs> that that some the thing you see in the sky is a moon. Okay, I'm not giving it a point for a lesson. Perhaps it is a space station. <laughs> it just gets know. a point for <laughs> for the I'll give it the resonance because he has yeah. dread, but all right. Who's the more foolish? The fool, the fool who follows him. Here's like they're all over one. They're all over one. He's got the best quotes. <laughs> um, I love that line. It's a good line. I actually, that was one of the first Star Wars quotes that I took, like, I remembered by heart um, as, like, a six-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the Star Wars quotes. And it's got a lesson in it. Like, well, it's it a nice, No, there is like, actually a genuine lesson in it. Like, you're calling other people fools, but you're the one following them. Yeah. Like, that makes you foolish. Yeah. And that, that's probably one of the best lessons in it. Um, can it be using... I don't, I, don't, I don't know if people actually use it in everyday life. But, I, I think... Uh, I, mean, I think can so be, because, but yeah, do can. people use I don't think I don't think that much <laughs> um, as others. And there's probably not any resonance or there's probably it's not really memorable either, but no. here's a good one. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Oh a uniform. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh a uniform. Oh. I'm an idiot kid. Because he was an idiot kid. I don't and he like, remains an idiot kid. No, I don't I here's I don't like Luke and uh New Hope. I, I does nothing for me in a new So home. this quote is definitely usable in everyday life because I've used it to you multiple times. <laughs> That's true. I walk in the door, but are you a little short for a stormtrooper? To, to put that in context, I am short and I'm, Mark is tall. Yeah. So, so he just has to tear me down every time yeah. he sees me. Um, it's super memorable. That's, that's again, one of the most memorable yeah. lines um, in A New Hope. Um, the impact, I think, is there because it's your first introduction to Leia's like snarky attitude. Well, snarky um, attitude, like towards, and she's she's pretty snarky with everybody else. Yeah, like, but that was like in a situation where she was trying to talk back to Vader. Yeah, this was just like a yeah, just, it, just casual like. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Yeah. Well, and if you think yeah. about it, she all she does is see a sees a stormtrooper come into the room. Yeah. And instead, instead of like doing anything else, she just like <laughs> casually just sits there. up and is like, "Hey, you're real short." <laughs> like, yeah. What if it was an actual stormtrooper? <laughs> what yeah. if like, like, hey, oh, um, another line by her. Will someone get this big walking carpet out of my way? Here's the thing about that quote. Um, That's racist. Super against, racist. Yeah. And she's a senator. Yeah. Like, has she, she never knows- dealt with Wookiees before? 
Well, here's the thing. She may not have yeah. because Wookiees are all slaves on Kashyyyk, so you're not going to see yeah. free ones wandering around the Empire. But still, pretty racist for a diplomat. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it fulfills any criteria. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for you, Obi-Wan. We meet again at last. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was with the learner. Now I am the master. Here's the weird thing about that quote. I feel like it should be, <laughs> I was but the student. The learner is a really weird word to, like, phrase to use. That um, one's always weirded me. Like, I mean, if you could, if you consider the, con- like, the, so master is a word for, like, you've mastered it. You don't need to learn it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it works. Let's say I was but the learner. All right, like, we'll we'll give but the student. We'll, we'll write to George Lucas. We'll tell him to fix I, that. Yeah, <laughs> listen, can we get a special edition that yeah. changes it to student? Because I think eventually he's going to release a special edition where all of Vader's lines are just no. Just <laughs> every time he comes up. Yeah. Um. So I actually I really like this banter. Yeah. Um. And it's kind of impactful because you get like a sense of like, oh, like this is his former yeah. student. Um, but it probably doesn't fulfill any yeah. criteria other than that. Um, uh, you can't win, Da. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I like this one, actually. It's a good quote. I think the yeah. most, it's memorable. Um, yeah. The resonance, man. Yeah. I mean... And then he strikes him. There's a lesson. And he, yeah. And Don't then, mouth off to Darth Vader. He'll chop you in half. That's the lesson there. <laughs> um, I think it fulfills all four criteria. Yeah. Because look at it. I mean, it's, it's, it's memorable. Yeah. Um, it's very impactful. Because, I mean, you, yeah. you get this sense, like, what does he mean? Like, yeah. what? And then you're like, oh, right. And then after that, you hear his voice to Luke. Yeah. Like, whoa. Um, yeah, the lesson, like, you can have an, an impact after death. Um, the physical world isn't just yeah. what holds you here. And then, yeah, and we can use it in everyday life for yeah. sure. So that might be, that's the first one on here that fulfills all four. Yeah. Wow. All right. We got two more to go that I selected. Oh, and again, like, these are just ones I selected. Um, I'm sure I've missed a ton, but yeah. I just didn't feel the other ones were as worthy to say. And there's one that you I don't have be- here that's pretty much, like, all throughout that's made a force be with you. I'm not, I'm not doing that one because it's just... I, it's almost lost its meaning to me because it's repeated over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the, the exact context of the scene is what makes a quote like good. And so yeah. if the same quotes used over and over. I don't, yeah, it, it loses it. I think. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> it's not impossible. We blasted womp rats in our T-16s back home. They're much, not much bigger than two meters. <laughs> it doesn't fulfill criteria. But I just wanted it said. It's, it's had so to be said in this. Nice. <laughs> As you can tell by our, our opening. He turns so. to this professional X-Wing pilot, who, by the way, yeah. is Wedge Antilles, but a different actor. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, um, that, uh, it's The character is listed as being Wedge. Yeah. And yet it's definitely not Wedge. Yeah. Um, here's what's really, but, really disturbing about this quote. Luke... Just kills animals. No, but like Whopper, if you think about two meters, okay, that is larger than um, an R O U S 
U.S. Or, oh, yeah. Rodents yeah. of unusual size. Yeah. Those yeah. things are tiny. Those are one meter. Okay. These womp rats but, are two meters. These things are more than six feet. But he's doing feet. it for fun. No. Yeah. No, it's like... Are they a public menace? Like, yeah. It's like down in Australia, farmers regularly shoot kangaroos because kangaroos, like go and like kick down fences and like get into crops and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Womp rats, you can imagine them going around like chewing on moisture evaporators and stuff like that. Like they're, they're a, a nuisance and a menace. And so you okay. hop in your T-16 right. and you pull a Sarah Palin and you shoot at wolves <laughs> from helicopters. That's what he's doing. He's got a shotgun. Yeah. Bam. Um, <laughs> yeah, what if his T-16 didn't actually have a gun on it? <laughs> he would just like dangle his carbine out the side of the thing and shoot at him. Uh, okay, and then finally... Remember, the force will be with you. Always. This, I think this one fulfills all four as well. Because, yeah. again, probably, probably one of the more memorable quotes. I mean, it's pretty close the, to the May the Force Be With You. Yeah, um, that's true. The resonance in that scene, he's just destroyed the Death Star. Yeah. And you get, and you really feel the impact of the force. You know, he did it without his targeting computer, and after that, Obi-Wan he switched says, off the targeting computer. Yeah. Is everything okay? <laughs> See, every line is quotable. <laughs> I also love that. No, nothing. Nothing's wrong. Without explaining anything, he's yeah. like, "No, nothing." Like, like, what is this guy oh, doing? Oh no, he's an imperial plant. Yeah, like. We first, she first saw him in Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. Oh no, it was a setup the whole time. Why did we trust this kid who only flew a T-16 yeah. before? <laughs> oh no. But going back to this quote. That would be an amazing twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, as, a le- as a lesson about the, 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 force will be with you. the immensity of the force. Yeah. Um, and then it obviously could be used. So... Here's the problem. Now, we have two quotes here that fulfilled all four criteria. Yeah. One is, uh, if you strike me down, I should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. A quote echoed by Luke in Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, he didn't say it that way, but... Um, and then remember, the Force will be with you always. What do you yeah. think? Well, but there's also, help me, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only help. Yeah. I think that should be definitely be the running. Which one? I guess because it's so iconic. Yeah. Um, but it only had, but it doesn't fulfill all four. Okay. Because there was no but, lesson. Sure. It, but, but it's teaching, it's showing you that okay, it's so a galaxy without Even hope. if it's overwhelmingly iconic. Okay. So it has four points. They're all four points. But I'm saying, is there anything like, so like, I should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Like, the the overwhelming impact, I think it has okay, an overwhelming but impact. But here's the thing. If because you, he, he like straight up dies and then, if you were to have, hear his voice. If you were to have a poster of like A New Hope, yeah. which quote would you like have like on the thing? You know what it would be? Yeah. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. It would. And you're right. We have to be objective. Yeah. It kills me because I think my favorite my favorite line from New Hope is, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, and the remember the force with you always, like the way he delivers that line too. I can't believe that after all these great deliveries, we're going to go with Leia's quote. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a fantastic delivery too. I know, I know. Okay, you're right. 
Yeah. So we're going to declare that book. Okay. Moving on to Empire episode five. Strikes Back. The Which, worst Star Wars film. No. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. The worst Star Wars <laughs> It's universally known as the worst Star Wars <laughs> film. No, it's uh, one of the great things about it, about it is because they got a couple of fantastic writers on it. Yeah. The lines are so like quippy and good mm-hmm. and clever. Like way yeah. th- the movie is probably the most clever has the most clever dialogue of any of the films, I think. I think no, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm fine with saying so, that. So Alright. Alright, so why you stuck up, half witted, scruffy looking nerf herder. Who's scruffy looking? You uh, really have to follow it up with his yeah, as well. Yeah, it doesn't actually fill any criteria. It's just worth no, it. No, it's just great. <laughs> and it's it's very iconic, though. No, it's very iconic. It like, is at like, least has Okay, that you're right. It. it gets a point. But, um, um, and, and no, and you can use it in everyday conversation. You're right, you're right. Okay, it fulfilled two points yeah. of criteria. Yeah. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. This is probably my favorite quote from Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Gabe doesn't need a reason to use this quote. I just say it. He will just if you if you say anything, he will rebut it with (laughs) Yeah, but the possibility of exactly navigating Asheville. And I always remember the number. Three thousand seven hundred twenty to one. Yeah, he remembers that always. I need to remember uh, his new number that he had in Last Jedi. When he was like um, he was saying the possibility is essentially surviving or something, and they're like, "Don't finish it," but he finishes it anyways. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got to know what that number is. I've, well, only, and, I've only seen Last Jedi well, twice. And the great thing sad. is this: this line <laughs> also is echoed in Rogue One, where he says, "Do you want me to tell you the possibility that she's <laughs> yeah. going to betray us?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "It's high. It's very um, high." So, I mean, taken together, like, never tell me the odds. After, um, it becomes memorable. Yeah. Uh, there's no lesson, but it can sure as hell be used in everyday life. And, and never tell me the odds is also yeah. used. Uh, all right. Oh, great warrior. Words not make one great. I think it's, it tastes a good, it's a good lesson. It's a fantastic lesson. I loved yeah. that quote as a kid. Yeah. Um, Words not, not make one great is a, is a line that I've quoted a few times. Yeah. Uh, so it can be used. Yeah. Um, in everyday life. It's not super memorable. It's not memorable. And there's not really much impact. If you were to just say, wars not make one great, people yeah. would not know what that He'd was like, from necessarily. Okay. The average because average it has to be followed up by somebody saying, I'm looking for a great warrior. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually can't find the opportunity to like, yeah. <gasps> if someone ever says the word warrior, yeah. I'll jump in. It hasn't yeah. happened, happened yet, but. <laughs> Someday. Someday. That's on my bucket list. Yeah. Apology accepted, Captain Mita. Oh, so good. It's so good. It's probably it's Vader's such, best line. Because it's so, um, it's such a good quip. Yeah. Again, again, Vader is quippy, yeah. and yeah. people need to realize that. Because um, Captain Nita says, I will apologize to him myself. Yeah. <laughs> and you, but you can see, like, how nervous he is. Yeah. But then Vader literally murders him, and then accepts his yeah. apology <laughs> after he's dead. So, it's memorable. Yeah. I, the impact is there. Yeah. Because Vader is like, oh, you don't yeah. mess. Like, like, Vader does not mess around in Empire. Yeah. He's like a different character than a new yeah. um, the, the lesson. <laughs> I think there's a lesson. Eric, yeah. Don't want to go apologize for yeah. Vader. And then um, could it be used in everyday life? Yeah. Yeah, it can. I can't believe this quote fulfilled all four points of criteria. <laughs> you must unlearn 
what you have learned. It's a good one. It's, it is. So all the best lessons are going to be from Yoda in this movie, obviously. Yeah. Um, Memorability, lesson learned, emotional resonance. Yeah. Um, and it could be used in everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to four right away. All right. No. Try not do or do not. There is no try. Uh, again. So that's actually probably the most memorable line in this movie. Yeah. Um, emotional resonance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the impact on the character. And if we're looking at like what the what's going to be on the poster. You're right. That's the, yeah. Yeah. And it can obviously be used in everyday life. Yeah. Um, like so my you mom. Said, yeah. Well, yeah, my mom, um, when I was in high school, taught like theater class. And she always said, like, she used this quote all the time. Because she said, like, when a when a person comes into a scene, they need to be doing something. And she'd say, what are you trying to, what, what are you doing here? And the person would be like, I'm going to try to convince this person. And she goes, no, no, no. Do or do not, there is no try. You are going to convince him of this. Now, whether or not he gets convinced of that, what your character is trying to do, or what your character is doing is convincing him of that. So... What it does is it, it makes people choose a lot more stronger choices in, in acting and stuff like that. Yeah. So that, this line like has always been like really yeah strong for me because my mom was always using that as like no like don't try to do anything. That's just an do extremely it. practical use of yeah. the line. Yeah. Um, all right, and then a Jedi uses the Force for knowledge and defense, never attack. Uh, I mean, good lesson and all, but that's not yeah. as memorable as the other yeah. ones. Um, um, size matter, dot. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? Hmm. And well, you should not. For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us. Binds us. Luminous beings are we. Not this crude matter. You must feel the Force around you. Here. Between you. Me. Tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if that's a quote per se. That's so good. <laughs> I almost wish we had named our podcast "Crude Matter." <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the I, my favorite part is the. Surrounds. Yes. Surrounds. It's not surrounds. It's surrounds. 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 It's like uh, it's like uh, Trump's God bless United States of America. So, yeah. Okay. It's a really good line. No, like it is. So here's the thing. The whole thing may not be memorable, like word for word. Yeah. Um, but you remember that speech in general. Yeah. And you remember... Because the impact it has. Yeah. Because you are really getting into what the Force is. Yeah. Um, it's a much better explanation than Obi-Wan's in yeah. New Hope. Um, it's not really used in everyday it's life. It's not used in everyday life, but there is a good lesson. Yeah. So, three points. Yeah. I love you. I know. It's great. Like It's in character. Yeah. Um, it's super memorable. It obviously could be used in everyday life. Yeah. There's not a lesson, though, and there's not really an, an impact. I mean, I guess the impact. There is an emotional well, impact. There yeah. is an emotional impact. Yeah, no, it, it is an emotional scene. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry. And that. then it's so, like, it's brilliantly then reversed yeah. in Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, 
So there's just no lesson there, yeah. which makes it fall short. I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Again, a good Vader quip. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I mean, it's not really overly memorable. Yeah, but it's definitely used in everyday life. Oh, like, yeah. That's a great uh, line. Well, there's not a lesson, though. Yeah. Well, the lesson is don't make deals with Vader, but not, not like an actual lesson. All right. So it doesn't really get much. Um, oh, I, I love this. The kind of, like, when you really, let me, let me set the mood. Luke yeah. Skywalker is trying to find his friends. Yeah. Right? Um, he goes up and through an elevator shaft. There's smoke all around. It's He's dark. Under, underlit by orange. Yes. Under lighting. Um, yeah. He looks up. Kind of a blue mist, shadowy figure of Vader. Yeah. And Vader says, The Force is with you, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. Yeah. So sinister. Like you only see a silhouette and everything. Yeah, like it's good stuff. So, super impactful. Not super memorable, though. Like it's not like a line that people go to. Um, it's not really. I mean, I guess you could say you're not a Jedi yet. Yeah, could be so used in everyday I think life. The only thing it fulfills is the impact, yeah. but it overwhelmingly fulfills it. It's, yeah, it's really good. So, <laughs> um, no, okay. I am your father. So people remember it. Obviously, huge impact. It's probably the most impactful line yeah. in the entire, in all of the movies. Yeah. No. At all. Yeah. I mean, it's. it's 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 the line that launched a thousand fan theories <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Um, so. But there's no lesson. But it can be used in The lesson life. is that Darth Vader is Luke's <laughs> father. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, it's used in every life. It's, I mean, it's so, so impactful that it might... It Unfortunately, it might trump everything else. So we'll have to... I don't like things that don't fulfill all four points. I know, but... The last one didn't either. Oh, so. you're killing me. All right. Exactly, you're killing me. Okay. All right. Luke, you can destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. It's good. Uh, so, yeah, it's good, but it doesn't fulfill yeah. a lot of criteria. Uh, one quote I didn't put on here that needs to be said. Um, ben, why didn't you tell me? Um, it's not being a whiny little it's baby not, again. <laughs> he just had his hands sliced Obi-Wan, off. Obi-Wan never told me anything. <laughs> he didn't tell you because he's dead. Um, so that, so. I mean, that's not really quotable either, but I think yeah. the emotional resonance of that is just yeah. so like yeah, And it's delivered really, really well yeah. too. Um, okay. So here's what we got for Empire Strikes Back. You must unlearn what you have learned. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out already because yeah. it falls short to Yoda's other quote. No, try not, do or do not. Yeah. So we're not gonna do that. And um, apology accepted, Captain Anita is so good, but, <laughs> but it's not the most memorable quote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you say Empire Strikes Back, people to go, oh yeah. <laughs> apology accepted, Captain Anita. I mean, that's what not I remember it for. But yeah. Um, so it looks like we have two quotes in the running then. Um, no, try not, do or do not, there is no try, or as you want, no, I am your father. I mean, it's such a big... It's big, but look at how... No, there's. it's got to be no, try not, do or do not, because the lesson is overwhelming. 
Yeah. So not only does it fulfill all four points, but it does enough in the other categories as well in, in being overwhelming. Like even if no, I'm your father is overwhelming in the impact. Yeah. I feel like the no, try not is yeah. overwhelming in several areas. So yeah. I'm yeah. going to declare that the winner. No, yeah, I agree. All right. Cool. All right. Moving Let's, on to the best Star Wars film. Ever. Yes. Actually, I reversed my opinion. I used to say Last Jedi was my favorite, but I just can't get over Return of the Jedi anymore. I just can't quit. I, I just can't, can't quit. quit you. I smoked it again, and I just... Uh. <laughs> All right. All right. We should double our efforts. I hope so, Commander, for your sake. The Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. Gulp? <laughs> Another great Vader quip. It is. Because you, he just you just established in episode five that he just murders people for fun. Yeah. Um, and then he and goes... The emperor's not as bad yeah. as that? Well, no, he's worse than that. Yeah. Or, so yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So what um, it does is it's great at introducing... Like, you've, you've only, like, seen the emperor, like, in passing, and suddenly you're like... Yeah. Oh, oh this guy. Man. What? Oh, I don't want to deal with this guy. So, okay, so I don't think it's overly memorable... But the impact there is good. Yeah, is amazing. Um, there's not really a lesson, um, but it can be used in everyday life. Well, the lesson is the emperor is not <laughs> okay. as good as okay. Well, can't just keep saying <laughs> the lesson is what the quote says. <laughs> I mean, it's a lesson. Um, okay, <laughs> because he's holding a thermal detonator. <laughs> Best line in Return of the Jedi by far. <laughs> it's no. C-3PO delivers some great lines. Admit it. He does Admit have some entertaining it. lines. <laughs> I think you like 3PO more than you like Luke Skywalker. I might. I know I my brother does. <laughs> Actually, my brother recently said that his favorite it was now Luke. I think no. we're just on the same page about everything. Yeah. Um, so, I, it's super memorable. You know, I'm adding a new category of, of criteria. Is it Gabe's favorite? <laughs> it is my favorite, so point there. <laughs> but we're going to give him four points for that. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, fine. It doesn't feel like Jabba, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> First off, he says it way confidently. Yeah. And you're like, he's about to die. How could yeah. he possibly get yeah. through this? Yeah. And that scene that follows after where he gets yeah. the lightsaber and you're like, oh, he's got a new lightsaber. And then he kicks at dudes weaving another three feet away. <laughs> okay, but the line, um, though, so confidently delivered. Like, yeah. this is your last chance. Free us or die. Yeah. Like, this is a completely different Luke Skywalker yeah. than I'm used to. Can you imagine if he's like, free us or die? And then Jabba laughs. And then you it cuts to R2-D2. And R2-D2 just explodes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, this got dark. <laughs> I picture more of like a, um, a more dark, slow comedy where like the lightsaber gets jammed in R2-D2 and it's, it's not coming out. Or, or, or it just pops a tiny bit. Well, it just Luke, falls a foot in front of him. Luke has a dream in, um, I believe it was in uh, the Timothy Zahn book, The Heir to the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, where um, Mara Jade had been had infiltrated Jabba's palace as a dancing girl, and she was supposed to be on the sail barge that day, but then she was told that she would not be going because Jabba didn't trust her. And Luke has this, and th- that's where she was. She was going to kill Luke Skywalker. Um, Luke has this dream of like 
this whole scene happening, and he's like getting ready, and R two D two like shoots up the lightsaber, goes flying through the air like towards Luke, and then it like freezes in the middle of the air and goes flying back towards the sail barge, and it lands in this woman's hand, and he can only like see her silhouette, and she ignites it, mm. and he's like, oh no, and then he gets pushed into the pit, <laughs> and it's it's a fantastic like scene, and he like wakes up, you know, wakes up, yeah, like, terrified and stuff, um, but that's not. The point of it, but it's it was a really yeah, no, great. Right. That's good. Like anytime I, I see this scene, yeah. I think of yeah. that scene from the book and what That's if cool. Mara Jade had been there and everything. Yeah. So I'm still hoping that Mara Jade shows back up in the canon in some way. Yeah. Like she's not going to be a love interest to Luke's, yeah. but I hope that she shows up at least at the hand of the Emperor. Um, so. Okay, so the quote is memorable. Yeah, uh, I think it has impact because he's so confidently like in the face of death. Yeah. Like, but when are you going to use this in everyday life? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> because I don't want to die. <laughs> you're, you're like trying to like leave at the end of a shift and you've got this like just like terrible boss. <laughs> and you're like, this is this your last, last chance, chance, Jabba. Free us or die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. There's no lesson. All right. When 900 years old, you reach. Look as good you will not. Mm-hmm. Great quote, but doesn't actually fill any criteria. Not really, yeah. Well, it's memorable. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. yeah. Yeah. All right. Best quote in all of Star Wars. I'm going to fight for this. Oh, no. Luke, you'll find the many truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. That quote is the entire point and message of Star Wars as a whole. I mean, the sides, the light and the dark. Have no points of view. Yeah. And that sets up, like, Luke's uh, redeeming his father. Yeah. And you can also use that quote to be like, well, listen, and, the Empire isn't bad. Like, exactly. From their point of view, no, they're good guys. Exactly. And blowing up whole planets is, is maybe a good thing. But that's what makes Star Wars so great because this, this whole idea of selective perception mm. and the truth being I – mean, the entire movie, The Last Jedi, is basically based on this quote. Because yeah. of the past scenes you see from Kylo's perspective and from yeah. Luke's perspective, yeah. this quote reverberates through all of Star Wars. Yeah. So I think the lesson is so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get the lesson two points. All right. And you have okay. to, I'm going to force you to agree with me. If you don't, you have to either agree with it or die. <laughs> it, no, it, didn't it didn't work. It didn't work. I'll go away now. I'll go up. You're right. I can't use it every day. Yeah. <laughs> It's memorable. Yeah. To an extent. Okay, maybe not to layman. Yeah. Okay, I won't give it the memorable thing because it's kind of more of a quote said in passing. And the emotional resonance is more like the wtf of Luke's expression when he's like, what? Are you insane? <laughs> You're right. It doesn't not- have... Fine, I'm giving it three points. No, no, you can't do that. And it can be used in everyday life. Yeah, sure. All right, so two points and then one for the... So it has three points. Okay. Fine. Maybe this won't win. Yeah. Fuck you. He's an old machine now, the man. Twisted and evil. It's delivered well. The yeah. actual line of dialogue is written very well. Um, so it's... You know why it was written well? Because George Lucas didn't, didn't, didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, so it's memorable. Um... I mean, there's not really a lot of impacts. Um, the lesson is that Vader's twisted and evil, as Mark would say. 
That's a lesson. Uh, Kennedy is an everyday life. Well, right here's now. the thing: you do actually learn something there. There isn't You're a right. point. There You're isn't, right. There, there isn't a single point before mm-hmm. this point where you actually knew that anything of Darth Vader was machine. Yeah, but the lesson of the the lesson of the quote criteria is supposed to be more like: is there a real world yeah. lesson? The lesson <laughs> is is that Obi Wan hates the disabled. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Because can you imagine saying this about some like <laughs> Iraq war hero, like who's got, who's got a leg a that's like he's a quadruple amputee? Like he'd be like, well, no, it ha- he would have yeah. to have a prosthetic. Yeah, so he has like he a prosthetic like, leg. <laughs> you just walk up to him, like monster, are you? <laughs> Where is she? Yeah, you're like no. <laughs> I dare you to do that. Find someone with a prosthetic and say that. No, well, actually, here's the thing. I actually have used this. I have used this. Because I have a friend who got who has a prosthetic. No, well, he has a he has like a robot spine. He has a metal spine because he got um, oh, okay. He got hit by an IED and stuff. And uh, so when he was telling me about having like this, he's like, "Yeah, I'm all like, I'm all machined up, and he's gonna have to like, you know, get yeah. like a hip surgery and like a metal hip at some point and stuff." I said, "You're more machine now than man, twisted and evil." He laughed, but. You know, we're friends, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah, right, right. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. <laughs> I mean, it's a I'm, line that I use. Like, I'm for... actually, I'm actually still upset that we haven't actually seen Bothans in Star Wars. I know there was there like, was one of the weird looking aliens in uh, the Force Awakens that at first, when people first saw the yeah. images, like, is that a is that a Bothan? And they came and out, they're like, like, no, no it's some other. It's so aliens. annoying. But like, show us a Bothan. Yeah. Like, we know what they look like. There's no reason, like, we can't have some weird horse-dog camel thing. That's the thing. is like, Bothans look real weird. Like, people can't decide whether or not they're dogs, horses, camels. I think they might look more Giraffe like, people. I think they look more like camels. Yeah, they are kind of camel-looking. They're humanoid kids. camels. Yeah. Because um, even some people I've seen how they draw them in, in like, an actual canon, well, old canon. Yeah. Because they have, like, hooves. <laughs> so... Ugh, no. Yeah, I know. I, I've seen different versions, but I've seen some where they have hooves. It's like, yeah. wait, how do they hold the gun? Yeah. Um, okay, so obviously that quote's nothing. Yeah. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. It's an entertaining quote. I love it. It's an entertaining quote. <laughs> I love it. Um, but you're right. That doesn't yeah. probably also do anything. Your overconfidence is your weakness. Your faith in your friends is yours. I love how offended the emperor is in that moment. He's like, yeah. what, what? Well, your faith in your friends is yours. No. No, <laughs> um, no I, I want to fight for this match a little bit. So it is memorable. Well, it's probably not. One memorable. thing I like about, it, about the line is the emperor, like, the word friends is like... Faith in your friends. Well, like, it's like the very idea of friends yeah, is like, disgusting. Your friends. Who yeah. friends? I never needed friends, especially back in <laughs> high school. Kicked out of art school. Fun yeah. fact, the same art school that Hitler applied for. Yeah, that was the joke I was making, Dave. You don't need to explain it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, it's a trap! It's a good quote. It is a good quote. Yeah. It is super memorable. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows where it's from. The like, Im- the impact is there because it's a meme. They well well and and that if you just watch the actual scene, yeah, it is a trap. 
Yeah. They have fallen into yeah. a trap. They are doomed. And a, and a bunch we of people dread. a bunch of people like talk about how like funny it is to like you would have to say it. But no, that's what like, happens in movies all the yeah, time. Like characters tra- announce yeah. what it's yeah. it's he's like it's an elaborate ruse. It's terrifying. <laughs> like they're all scared. Yeah. Um and okay, no lesson, but it can't be used in everyday life. Can you imagine if we chose It's a Trap as the best <laughs> line in the entire trilogy? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Your thoughts betray you, Father. I feel the good in you. The conflict. It's okay. So, I mean, it doesn't fulfill a lot of points of criteria, but what makes this quote really important yeah. is you really get this first sense of, wait, Darth Vader's actually conflicted? Yeah. Because you had actually seen that up until the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, so that's why I thought it was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think this is actually probably the best line. Um, never. I'll never turn to the dark side. You failed, your highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. I put it in my daughter's room. Yeah. Therefore. <laughs> Therefore, it's the best. No, it's a really, it, it is a really, really good quote. No, it fulfills everything. It's memorable. Yeah. The overwhelming impact. Like, because that scene, he looks down at his mechanical hand. Yeah. And he's like, I'm literally continuing the cycle of violence. I'm becoming my father. Yeah. No. No more. Yeah. Throws his lightsaber. You failed. I am yeah. a Jedi. Yeah. That's like, for me, uh, like the first time I made a terrible pun and I like had to like look at myself and be like, <laughs> I've become my father. <laughs> um, I'm bad at puns my father before me <laughs> um, no i think like specifically the part of that quote that i am a yeah. jedi like my father before me is yeah. where like the, the thing would be and and the That's, lesson and there is a lesson the real world lesson because yeah. it's you don't have to continue and violence. and it ties into the name of the movie yeah you know yeah so, and i think it can be used and not heavily handedly like a new hope nobody ever like really like other right, than like right, right. Leia's like help me with my own yeah, you're my only hope. Yeah. Except that like every other film around A New Hope where everybody likes to emphasize the word hope as much as they possibly can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. And Last really Jedi good. emphasized Last Jedi really heavily. Yeah. But in I think in a tasteful way. They're like, ooh, the last Jedi, and then they'd be like, Luke Skywalker, oh you mean the last Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> um Oh yeah, I'm the last Jedi. No, no, you're not the last Jedi yet. Anyways, and then it, it can also be used in everyday life. Yeah. I think. Um, oh, this is just so sad. I'll not leave you. I've got to save you. You already have, Luke. Tell your sister you were right about me. You were right. Oh, you just fall to your. Okay, don't ruin it. You just fall to your knees. Yeah. Like, it's just well, I like, remember as a kid, like, uh, because mind you, um, I think I've mentioned on the show before how we only actually watched Star Wars once a year when it was on Sci-Fi Channel. Like, we watched yeah. the entire trilogy. We didn't have the, the VHSs. But I remember, like, waiting for that scene mm-hmm. when he takes off the helmet and when he finally says, you were right. Yeah. Like, I rem- I, like, I was, like, seven years old and I was like, yes. Yeah. I mean, you just... Yeah. You know, the only way I can put it is by saying that the phrase, like, you just fall to your knees. Like, it's just yeah. devastating. Yeah. And but heartwarming at the same time. Like, yeah. It's good. So, I mean, it's it's as impactful as the I'm a Jedi, like my father before me, but it's not as memorable. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I don't think it wins. Yeah. Um, so it looks like 
the only one that's fulfilled all criteria. And is really great is the I am a Jedi like my father before me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now back. we've got three quotes here to okay. choose from. I am a Jedi like my father before me. Do or do not. There is no try. No try. And help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Okay. They're all good. They are all good. That's the problem. Um, we need to at least narrow it down to two so we can get help. Because the Facebook polls only allow you to do two options. Okay. So, Princess Leia's line, it is fantastic. It is the most memorable of all of them. It is, but, but there is no lesson. Yeah, it's not as... And, yeah. So yeah. because it doesn't fulfill all four criteria, yeah, I think we have to eliminate that okay. one first. So we're going to go with the two quotes are going to be, do or do not, there is no yeah. try, and I am a Jedi like my father before me. Yeah. So we're going to put up a poll again. After we get this go going live, people are gonna vote for you. I know people are gonna vote. They're for probably you. gonna vote. They're for probably you. gonna vote. Yeah. I don't even know if we should even bother. We well, should. Let's bother. let them vote. Let's let them vote. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll see. Maybe, maybe right. we'll be surprised. All right. So All right. go out there. Get on the Facebook page. Vote for it. Vote. Um and uh, fulfill your civic duty to this podcast. Fulfill your destiny. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to a to, little bit uh, of trivia. Trivia. And there, got hit in the neck with a hack sack. Where'd it go from? All right. So Mark has a measly, pitiful 79. And, and I have a sad and pathetic 80. A confident and glorious 80. Mark hasn't even reached the 80s. <clears throat> okay. I'll I am no octogenarian. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bring it. You go first. Tell me. Which duo kneels to welcome the Emperor aboard the second Death Star? Which duo? Yes. Why the dynamic duo of uh, Vader and Jared Gerard? Hmm. Moff Jared Gerard. They're all moths. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think you're going to lose points because they are not. All moths. <laughs> Is Luke Skywalker right. a moth? He should be. <laughs> He's my moth. He's the moth of my heart. Yeah. Uh, which associate does Luke Skywalker levitate while learning to use the Force? <laughs> which associate? What yeah. a weird way to phrase the question. <laughs> like, like a business associate? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, R2-D2. Yes. Which security force wears ornate blue plumed helmets and carries ancient ceremonial rifles? Uh, the Naboo security force. The Naboo guard. The Naboo royal guard. No. What? The Senate guard. The plumes? They're not from Naboo? No. But they follow around Everybody. Palpatine. All the senators. Palpatine. So no. Shit. Who ignites Mace Windu's robe with a flamethrower blast? The worst character in Star Wars, Jango Fett. Yeah. Which type of droid helps convince Darth Vader that the Rebels have a base on Hoth? Probe droid. Yes. So we have thousands of probe droids. Who that should have been the quote. 
Who extinguishes his lightsaber at the end of the Duel of the Fates music video? What? Yeah. The Fates music video. Duel of the Fates music video. Okay, go back. Hold on. 1999. Hold on. You're watching VH1. These were supposed to be about the movies. Well. Okay, hold on. Who extinguishes their lightsaber? His lightsaber at the end of the Duel of the Fates music video. Well, I'm going to say Obi-Wan because he does in the real life. It is a Darth Maul. This is bullshit. Bull shit. I have never seen this music video. This isn't fair. I've seen Star Wars. Uh-huh. <sighs> Listen, shit. if you had been on You know what? If you had been on the force.net back in 1999, Surfing the internet <laughs> superhighway, drinking my Sunny D, drinking your Sunny D, <laughs> pounding a surge, drinking a Josta. All right, I was too that. busy being eight. I was too busy getting laid, <laughs> no. or being eight. But I guess oh, I guess oh. interchangeably. <laughs> All right, I need you to get um, three wrong. Well, if you well. Too wrong to say mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm bad at math. Okay. Like Han. What part of the OPC killer does the Sando Aqua monster rip off and discard? Uh, it's tail. Head. Oh, is it? Okay. Heads or tails? Yeah. He had two options. Yeah. Who claims, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil? <laughs> That was like an Italian Jar Jar. <laughs> it does get Italian. I'm really bad at accents. And one time at work, I was, a coworker was like, okay, now do Jamaican. So I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> like, I couldn't do Jamaican. It just went Italian. All my accents turned into Italian. <laughs> Give it enough time. Yeah. Um, that would be Anakin. Sorry, we're looking for Mario. <laughs> it's me, the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill the younglings now. Who gets the drop on Obi Wan Kenobi's starfighter after navigating through the center of an asteroid? That would be a Jango Fett, the worst character in Star Wars. Which new member of the Ewok tribe asks C-3PO to try to get the Rebels' weapons back? Which what? New member of the Ewok tribe asks C-3PO to try to get the weapons back. Hmm. To try to get the rebels. Um, Han. Yes. Yeah. We don't got all day. Yeah. How many engines does an X-wing fighter boast? Four. Yeah. Okay, I need you to get this wrong, otherwise you tie. Yeah. I'm aware. Who is the first character to board the Millennium Falcon during the evacuation on Hoth? Well, I need to get this. Go into your um, mind palace. Maybe if you're me, you could get it. Uh, it is Hoth. Okay, so it's not C-3PO because he's like running along behind everybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody sticks around and, like, starts shooting back. 
I'm going to say Chewbacca. Yes! We are tied. We are tied at 84 points. Chewbacca runs ahead so that he can get the turret yeah, going well, and starts blasting at him. Yeah. So we've tied. Yeah. Again, I'm just letting you build your confidence up so I can destroy you. Your faith in your friends is okay. yours. But in actuality, though, for 10 episodes, I was behind. And then for 10 episodes, I've been ahead. It just ebbs and flows. Yeah. The point being, I know more about Star it's Wars like, than you. It's like karma, which is like a chameleon. <laughs> it come and go. Whoa, whoa. Wow. I think that quote is the best. The lesson. It's the true lesson I that mean, we all need to learn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Go to our facey bookie and... Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Who are you? I'll go home now. So... Because uh, you were saying chameleon and come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, um, so I got weird, all right? So, yeah, hop over there and um, we'll get, uh, we'll find out which the best yeah. quote is. And then next and week, we're going to do the. We're going to do Rogue, Rogue One, One and Force Awakens The Last Jedi. Yeah. And we will also declare the final. So there won't, there won't be a poll for, or should there be a poll for the final episode? We will do then, a poll. Yeah. For the final one. Yeah. But what we will do is we will have it so that people can vote on all three of them. Um, we'll just, like, list all three of them and then have people in the comments vote. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, all right. We all right. will see you next time. Stop it, please. Stop it, please. Snapchat is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a podcaster. Swing from a hairy vine I can be your backpack while you climb Stand on one hand and lift Box with your special gift Run, 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 jump Now breathe